Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Yep, it's indisputable. Good to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today. Breaking down news of the day with me, none other than Adrian Lawrence, TYT contributor, attorney at law and prolific author. Also in the bullpen, I have economics professor Alexander Salter, economics professor out of Texas Tech University. We will talk about the Build Back Better program. And some other economic factors should be interesting. Top story of the day. There's more trickery in how racist, bigoted cops are trying to cover their steps. But we have exposed it. Here it is. This is a community we have highlighted before for racism. Let me take you to Jefferson Parish, all right? Now, law, law enforcement agencies across the country, they have been called out for doing this, but this is really egregious in Louisiana. Of the 167 tickets, count that 167, issued by deputies to drivers with the last name Lopez over nearly six years, not one of the motorists was labeled as Hispanic. According to records provided by the Jefferson Parish Clerk of Court, the same was true of the 252 tickets issued to people with the last name Rodriguez, 234 named Martinez, 223 with the last name Hernandez, and 189 with the surname Garcia. Wow. So, a publication looked into this, all right? They looked at the top 10 names of white people cited on the list, which represented about 1,800 stops total. Six of the top seven names were reported in the US Census Bureau surname tables as more than 90% likely to belong to people who did not identify as white. So, why did this happen? What's really going on here? If everybody's white, there can't be any racial bias. That's what they're covering. So if they pull over and target and racially profile people of color, people that happen to be Hispanic, and instead of writing the ticket as it should be based on their nationality, writing it truthfully, being honest on their police report, they say, oh, white, 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 and they can never be cited. As long as you keep looking at the record, they can never be cited for targeting brown individuals in their communities. It has now been exposed. All right, while Hispanic is an ethnicity, more than 80% of law enforcement agencies use it as a race when collecting information from drivers during traffic stops. 
Louisiana has a loophole that exempts law enforcement agencies from collecting and delivering data to the state if they have an anti-racial profiling policy in place. So here's what the state did through statute. The state said, um, you know, if you say you have an anti-racial policy, then we will not require you to actually report true data, okay? Um, to understand the impact of the state's unique policy, WWNO, WRKF, and ProPublica looked at nearly six years of data on traffic citations issued by the New Orleans Police Department in the state's largest city by the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office and by the state police in Jefferson Parish. The data showed that of the almost 80,000 tickets that the Louisiana State Police handed out in Jefferson Parish over nearly six years, not a single one, not one was labeled Hispanic. Similar trend with Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, they're all in it, all right? They're all doing this together. They're in cahoots, right? A previous investigation by WWNO and WRKF and ProPublica found that more than 70% of the people Jefferson Parish deputies shot during the past eight years shot and shot at were black. More than double the black population. And 12 of the 16 people who died after being shot or restrained by deputies during that time were black men. So let me break this down on paper. On paper, Jefferson Parish's policy against racial profiling says, and I quote, it is unacceptable. But many in the Jefferson Parish's Hispanic community, they have accused this police department, this police department, this agency of doing exactly that for many years, targeting individuals who are not white, for traffic stops, all right? Um, Adrian, you see exactly what's happening here. You know exactly why they're doing it. It looks as if the reason why they have been caught is because they did it so extreme that is no way their data is accurate. Indeed, uh, their data seems to have a lot of holes in it. You know, it's they're taking advantage of essentially this loophole out there by uh, essentially pulling over people who are othered, who are maybe even classified as brown, but for some reason because of the census have to check that white box, or um, they're again avoiding the Hispanic box when it comes to the police actually reporting it. But we have to just realize that there are individuals out there who are being targeted because of their physical appearance, because they are not classified as traditional Western European white, so to speak. And the fact that the, the Paris Department is trying to avoid any kind of accountability when it comes to racially profiling or ethnically profiling people, it just speaks to the fact that they're not playing fair, but for a reason. And it's probably because they're targeting people who are non-traditional white. Kyle Rittenhouse said he was in college. This came out during the trial. He said he was taking classes, he was registered, enrolled at a university taking classes for nursing. Well, guess what? That's likely a lie. Let me break it down. A vocal alliance of left-leaning students at Arizona State University, ASU, they are now demanding 
that Rittenhouse be removed from online classes. Now, why do they think he's taking online classes? Because he said it, all right? This is what he said. Despite the teen's acquittal this month on charges of murdering two men and injuring another during protests for racial justice in Wisconsin last year. The 18 year old has been celebrated with right within right wing circles after jury decided he acted in self defense when killing and wounding the men in Kenosha in August of 2020. Now, I've said this before and I stand by it. In my opinion, he's a cold blooded murderer. Now, this information I'm about to share with you shows the extent of his manipulation. Rittenhouse told the court, the court, that he had enrolled in nursing classes at ASU, Arizona State University. An investigation by an Arizona TV station, 12 News, revealed that he was taking a virtual class, not attending in person. But it gets deeper than that, okay? Now remember, this was played up as him being an upstanding individual, but there's some manipulation in the background. Nonetheless, members of various groups want university officials to withdraw Cal Rittenhouse from classes and ban him from campus. The goal of these demands is to let the ASU administration know that we do not feel safe knowing that a mass shooter who has expressed violent intentions about protected property over people is so carelessly allowed to be admitted to the school at all. Now, let me remind you, yes, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted by a jury. He's not guilty by the standards of that courtroom. This is a different standard. We're now in the court of public opinion and in the court of common sense. He still is the individual who said this, play the video. I wish I had my FNAR, I'll start shooting rounds at them. That's called murder. If he would have done that, that's called murder, all right? Universities, colleges, they are able to take these things in full context. They can take what you posted on social media. They can take what you've said on the record publicly. They can take things like this and determine if you are a good fit, a good candidate for that institution. No matter what a jury has said about Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse said those words. Even if Judge Schroeder said it was not allowable in the courtroom, that doesn't mean it's not allowable for you or for the college or for students. If Kyle Rittenhouse would have killed someone who's protesting or even a person that stole or destroyed property, Wisconsin law says you have a duty to retreat and you cannot use deadly force in the protection of property. That's still case law, that's still statute in Wisconsin. So these students are saying he shouldn't be at the college, but here's the kicker. He's probably not even in college at all, okay? Rittenhouse, his enrollment is uncertain. The status of it is really unknown. In a statement to the Guardian on Monday that did not distinguish between online and in-person classes, a university spokesperson said, and I quote, Kyle Rittenhouse has not, let me say that again, Kyle Rittenhouse has not gone through the ASU admissions process. He is not currently enrolled in any classes at ASU.
So you may wonder, you may scratch your head and say, well, wait a minute. There's a news agency that verified it. He said it in court, his attorneys echoed it. It was accepted as true. So what really happened here? Here's the caveat, we figured it out. Officials earlier told 12 News Rittenhouse was not enrolled in the Edson College of Nursing and Health Innovation. And that the class he was enrolled in was a non-degree class for non-degree seeking students. It's one of those classes you just show up and if you do great, if you don't, oh well. It's not really a class, it's not for credit. You don't go through admissions, nobody really knows who you are, all right? His lawyers, I want you to remember this other manipulation. His lawyers played up his employment as a part-time lifeguard, but conceded that although Rittenhouse told people in Kenosha that he was a trained emergency medic, lying again, he had not received any formal training. I mean, this guy's a monster. Hmm? You know what my grandmama would say? Get your lying ass up out of here. That's what my grandmother would say. He's a liar. Adrian, the right, they're creating a monster. And really, it looks like he was already a monster in the making. Absolutely. All the spins that he did yeah. to try to make himself seem like he is a you know contributing member of society, what part-time lifeguard at the local bathtub, I'm sure. But then also too claiming that he is enrolled in these nursing courses. This sounds like a, um, some kind of certificate course where it may not, not even be a pass-fail thing, but a thank you for your money thing. Right. And also I can understand ASU being in somewhat of a tough position, especially right now, because it is a public school instead of a private school. So I'm sure it has different laws that will apply to it at the same time, I commend those students at ASU for speaking out and letting them know that should Kyle Rittenhouse come their way, he is not going to be welcomed on campus. And I don't know how ASU would handle it, but I'd hope it use whatever it has in its arsenal to defend itself. Yeah, very well said. Now let me make another comparison about the privilege of Kyle Rittenhouse and the lack of privilege privilege applied to a young African American female. In response to the Rittenhouse not guilty verdict, Activists in Kenosha, Wisconsin are working hard to highlight something that we're gonna highlight right here as well. Crystal Kaiser, name sounds familiar, okay? This was a teen who shot the man who pimped her, trafficked her, sexually abused her. Supporters and her lawyers, They say her actions were in self-defense, and I agree. Let's put up a picture of the young princess, okay? That's her, that's Crystal. A group of demonstrators gathered this month at Kenosha Civic Center Park to protest the Rittenhouse verdict and highlight the case of this young lady, Crystal Kaiser, who is waiting on trial, who was waiting trial on charges of killing her alleged sex trafficker three years ago when she was 17. She says she shot him in self-defense. Kaiser, however, is charged with five felonies, including first degree intentional homicide for killing Randall Volar III. Her attorney says she lashed out after years of abuse And Kaiser has said 
she was underage when he sexually assaulted her. Let's put up a picture of the alleged abuser. There he is, that's Volar, okay? Kaiser was 17 when she shot him in the head and set his home on fire before stealing his car, June 2018. Kaiser said she met this monster then, 34, through Backpage, a now shuttered sex ad website. And he told and he sold her to men for sex. Kaiser Sevolar had been filming his abuse of her since she was 16 and she acted in self-defense after he pinned her to the floor when she refused to have sex with him. Prosecutors have argued that Kaiser simply wanted to steal the car. But in a 2019 Washington Post interview from jail, Kaiser said she shot him in self-defense, okay? It was later revealed by the Washington Post that both prosecutors and Kenosha police had evidence that Volar, who's white, had abused Kaiser and other underage black girls just months before his death. A 15 year old girl accused him of drugging and threatening to kill her according to the Post. And police found videos of this monster abusing girls who appeared as young as 12 according to the Post. Now, let me bring it back to your attention. Do you think she's getting the same benefit as Kyle Rittenhouse? No. Adrian, what do you see here in this case? Uh, well, I see nothing short of injustice. The fact that we have that uh, intersection between being black, also being woman, you know, for her to be able to get a fair trial, for her to be able to be extended that thought that she didn't premeditate murder as much as she right. defended herself, that's a rarity. And, you know, because um, essentially evoke, invoking an affirmative defense such as self defense, what it does is flip the burden on to the prosecution. And so generally, that's not something we commonly see in child sex trafficking cases. But Given the circumstances here, I'm glad that the appellate courts there decided that she should be able to make these arguments. You know, it's just something would be nice if she also, Kaiser also had access to that, you know, $2 million legal defense fund. Because yep. she's going to need the best lawyers possible out there. But she should not be held back and should not be excluded from making the argument of self defense simply because this is a sexual violence type of crime. And this is an important note to highlight. The original judge would not allow that affirmative defense. Yep. And that's why another judge had to come in and say, nope, that was an error. You can allow and should allow this to be an affirmative defense and allow the fact finders to determine how to weigh the evidence. We got more on the other side. Stick and stay is indisputable. Welcome back, we still got a lot of show left. Let me remind everyone of our days of impact, all right? We've had nine days of impact, today is the final day. Today is the final day. You can shop at Shop TYT. We wanna thank everyone who has been supportive to help move the progressive agenda and organizations we believe in. For our final day of impact, we would like to support the Committee to Protect Journalists a nonprofit dedicated to promoting freedom of press and defending the rights of journalists around the world. So today we will be donating $3 for every $30 order, $5 for every $50 order, and $10 for every $100 order. Help support TYT and other small businesses 
go to shoptyt.com, all right? Also, podcast, indisputable, is available via podcast. Real simple, real easy. All you gotta do is catch us on the podcast. That's it. Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast, search for Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Click follow and rate us with five stars if you like the programming. All right, let me read some of the comments. Mickey C, the silver haired dragon says, since all the cops are doing this, it has to come from the top. Yep. Uh, people are complaining about cops stopping people of color. Okay, yeah. somebody got the I wish you Karen Wood shirt, Nightingale. Thank you so much for getting that shirt. And we also have the anti Karen shirts, all right? So we got the Antica shirts. We got that wish of Karen Wood. You got all the arsenal you need to defeat Karenicity in the world. We have provided that for you. ShopTYT.com. Money goes to a worthy cause. All right, speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you Karen Wood. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a and Sunday? You're I feel great. Back off. I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. You want to know about what I'm doing? We just want to know what your job is and why. None of your business. Call the cops. No, call the cops? Yeah, this is not your apartment. This is not my apartment. Yes. Cool. I don't need to tell you anything. Do you have an ID on me, I don't need to tell you what I'm doing because I'm not interacting with you. So call whoever you want to call. Huh? Yeah? It's a secure building. Okay, so how do you think I got in here? We don't know. Did I follow you in here? You're attacking me, seriously? Put that, get that phone out of here. What the hell's wrong with you, you stupid? No, stop it. Something. Stop it. Try something. Get the out of my building. Try something. Get the out of my building. Call the cops. Call the cops. Call the cops. I don't care where you attack me. Call the cops. I didn't attack the police. I didn't attack you. You didn't attack me, and I don't care. Call the police right now. Please. I want to press charges. Go ahead. I'm gonna press charge on you. You attack me. We Go asked. I didn't touch you. Why you were here? All right. I didn't touch we you. Asked Brother, I'm recording the whole thing. Did you I touch you? Swung at me. We are you asked. Crazy? What are you doing? None here? of your business. It is our business. None we live here. It is our None business. None of your business. I live here. None of your business. It is our business. None of your business. We live here. We live here. None of your business. We live here. So we live here. So and okay. So how and? did you get in here? We want to know. Dangerous man. Oh, there's more. Here it is. I'm waiting. You know what? Okay. Let me I'm get my own phone. I'll call the cops. Okay, okay perfect. I'll call the cops, and I'm gonna press charges for you attacking me. No, touch we you. asked you. You attack me. It's over. Call the cops. Nine one one. Call the cops. Nine one one. We're calling. Call we the asked cops. you what Metro you were doing PD, here. Metro PD, call the cops, and they're gonna come here, and then they're gonna arrest you. Call the cops. They're not gonna arrest him. Watch. <laughs> Watch. You're gonna be surprised how fast they're gonna arrest him for attacking. Watch. Watch. Okay, okay, we're at Four Academy Watch. Place in Riverhouse Apartments. Mm-hmm. We're in the parking deck, and there's some mm-hmm. gentleman down here. We asked him what he was doing down here, and he said it's none of our business. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of got nasty towards us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of are trying to figure out why this person's mm-hmm. in the parking deck, and he will not. Mm-hmm. Tell us why he's here, because that's none of our business. He's not showing any idea. He's not, will not show us his ID. Call the security building. We are. Call the police. I'm not security, no. I live in this building, and this person's walking around down here. And we're Tell him the person's in. black. Excuse Tell him he's a black, it's a black man I don't walking. Care. I don't care what color Tell him it's a black man walking. Tell him that. Tell him that. Call the police. Please send the police because they attacked me. Send the police. 
We did not attack you. They attacked me. Please send the police to where they're located oh right God. now. I'm going to call the send security the officer for the building. This is a very dangerous situation. Okay, first of all, Mama Karen is raising her son to be a Karen as well. You see how they are on the same page? She clearly saw the younger gentleman attack, physically assault the black male who was lawfully there. He says, "Oh no, I didn't attack you." What does Mama Karen do? That nobody attacked you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call the police. Now you have to realize how deep this goes, the Karenicity saga. They believe they are so privileged that they can literally be recorded while physically assaulting a black man. Call 911 and the police will somehow believe their lie over the truth of the video that the black male has. Once again, I've said this before, I want to bring it back to your attention. The reason why this is so offensive is because it is the equivalent of somebody asking a black person for their freedom papers. You know, there was a time in the United States of America, if a black person was walking around like they were free, citizens had the statutory right to require freedom papers to be shown on site. And if you did not produce those freedom papers, there could be significant legal ramification. Same ideology here. Well, your freedom papers, you don't have the right to walk around here like you're free. Well, guess what he did? He absolutely did. Um, and for the record, being nasty to somebody and somebody not showing you their ID, not against the law. Um, here's what was posted. Um, this is part of the narrative, assaulted by racist Karen, mom and son duo for working while black. He was actually working. On November 27th, on or a little after 8 p.m. while doing my job of checking for car permits in River House Apartments in Nashville. He was literally at work. He provided additional context, let me read it, let's put it up. On November 27th, on or a little after 8 p.m. while doing my job of checking for car permits, in River House Apartments in Nashville, I was confronted by the Karen and her son in the parking garage who earlier were following me for no apparent reason. While performing a routine parking permit audit on the premises for my employer, the duo confronted me at a nearby elevator and the first words that came out of the Karen's mouth were, you don't belong here, how did you get in here? After telling her I was doing my job, they became and they became insisted that I didn't belong there and demanded ID. The video begins from that moment on and the rest is Karen history. After the encounter, I waited at the property for about 40 minutes for Metro PD, where I filled out a police report and will be pressing charges. The Karen had also called the police and conveniently left out the fact that her son assaulted me. For the record, when they first engaged me, I told them I was working and had my ID hanging on my neck. They knew what I was doing and just wanted to demean me by telling me I didn't belong and trying to force me to show them ID. Um, let me say this, they were not afraid of him, okay? Let me be very clear, 
They are not afraid of the black man. They're not scared of him. They were scared of him, they would not have followed him. If they are scared of him, they would not have attacked him. If they were scared of him, they would have got the hell up out of there after he gave his hands back to his attacker, okay? They were not afraid of him whatsoever. They just wanted to put him in his place. Adrian, what are your thoughts? No, you're absolutely right. All they wanted to do was harass that man to make him feel uncomfortable to say that you don't belong here. And it's like when it comes to racism, people don't always have to drop the N word or some kind of racial epithet. This kind of behavior is enough. That behavior that reminds you that I can police your body, that no one's necessarily gonna mm-hmm. take me away in handcuffs, even if I encroach upon your space, if I assault you. And that's the flex on that, just the white dominance and that white supremacy. That's exactly what's going on there. And the fact that that man had to give up 40 minutes of his time after this verbal and physical assault to have to wait for police. And now we'll have to go through the legal system and probably have his essentially his experience to be minimized and demeaned in some way and not to fully get justice. It yeah. just shows you and this is but this is exactly how it's supposed to work. And what we really do need though are prosecutors out there who are more eager to prosecute white people who do things like this, because this is just racism in action. And if without justice, it's just the system backing it up. Yeah, and once again, their privilege has protected them. Because imagine if you had a black male physically assault a white male, police come, you show video evidence, and you still have to make a police report, they have not arrested anybody. If that was a black man, they would have had swatting everybody out there to make sure that person got arrested. These individuals have not been arrested according to the narrative, but we will continue to follow the story. Now I have another one. I don't know about this one. Some people are saying it was staged, but I want you to make a determination. Double dose. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You're going to feel free. Back off. I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Okay, it looks legit to me, I could be wrong. Let me give you some background to this. This has resurfaced, it actually occurred in 2015. The box was a $20 vegetable steamer. That causes me some caution here. Like there's no way in the hell that that many people are excited about a vegetable steamer. There were some users online who suspect it was staged possibly by Jimmy Kimmel, we cannot independently confirm that. Um, Adrian, real, not real. Uh, I honestly don't know, but I do know that it definitely could be real given all the antics we've seen. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just, it's very scary, very scary um, to watch what people are doing. It's almost like, I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and people kind of being hauled up inside, like people don't know how to act now, but I almost feel like it's become even more egregious in terms of people acting up in public. Either way, I don't wanna be there with them. It's just weird. <laughs> all right, so this is one of those, I report you decide. Uh, look at body language, look at organic reaction. I've looked at it multiple times. I, it still seems very legit to me. These are some amazing actors and actresses if it is in fact staged. 
All right, we got more on the other side. It's indisputable. Stick and stay. Yep, welcome back. All right, we got a lot of show left. Uh, let me read some of these amazing comments. Uh, Rachel says she's got a Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, v says, Dr. Richie, you're so right. The next time one of these Karens or Darrens ask to see black people's ID, the reply should be, oh, so you'd like to see my freedom papers. Boom. Yeah. Uh, JMD, just use my TYT membership credit card to order a I wish a Karen Wood shirt. That's the proper use of that card. That's how you do it. Thank you so much. YouTube Super Chat. I think this is Mr. Jai Guns Jai Peasy. It's bad for business with all this hatred going on out here with more things important to think about. The Blue Dragon 777 says, I used to work at Walmart. I can tell you some crazy Black Friday stories, LOL. I bet you can. Cyber Gothica, I'm not the security, I'm the building's Karen. Well, that explains it all. Um, Raja Harris, Cartman would have been got stomped. Um, I don't know. BK, I am surprised she didn't ask where, where his master was. Twitch, um, I think this is Tradora. It's funny, these Karen should appreciate the anonymity of being called Karen and not their actual names. Well, until the internet cops show up, <laughs> right. Izzy Omega, what? I know Jimmy Kimmel does some fake viral videos, but this seems a bit too far for them for a TV show. Well. Maybe we'll find out soon. All right, this is one of the most insane things I've ever seen, okay? Uh, the National Police Association, they want citizens to stop filming cops and actually help them apprehend other people. I kid you not, here's the video. This year, over 50,000 law enforcement officers have been assaulted while on duty. A vast number of these attacks were filmed and uploaded to social media in the pursuit of likes and attention. What they want to do is film you instead of like, what can I do to help this officer? Together, we can change this disturbing trend. If that individual would have hit the right spot, you know, it, it could have been it for me. You know, last time I would have saw my wife, my kids. I'm Mike Solon. Law enforcement officers need your support. If you see an officer under attack, then follow these simple steps in order to help. One, call 911 and give the officer's exact location. Two, ask the officer if you can assist. If the officer accepts, then do whatever you can do to safely help. Three, if the officer declines, then start filming and be a good witness. It's time to stop filming and start helping. This whole ad campaign is to stop people from filming is to make them villains if they film police interaction. Let's be very clear, while they're saying that you need to stop filming and start to get involved, I wonder do they have the same sentiment as it relates to criminal cops? Are they making a campaign, an ad that says, if you spot a criminal cop violating the rights of a citizen, don't record, get involved. That's true justice, right? That's fairness, that's how it should be. Many people will still be alive if that happened, by the way. So let me remind the National Police Association why people don't want to get involved and why people do stop and record their actions. Let me remind them of this, here it is. 
treating us like animals and thugs and start treating us with some respect. Mr. Policeman, Mr. Policeman, you got it all wrong here. You see, the us and them mentality that exists was started by you guys. You see, there was a time where 94% of citizens in America trusted you. Who changed? You did. You took advantage of that trust. You manipulated the system, advocated for rights and laws and special privileges that do not exist for other people. You lied on police reports, you violated the human rights of others, you injured, you killed with impunity. And now that people are doing something as non-threatening as recording your actions, you want them to put down the device and to help you possibly criminally assault another citizen. Those videos that you just saw, many of those cops were actually held accountable and brought to justice because a civilian recorded the injustice that was happening. Now you want them to put their cameras down in order to help you violate a citizen further. No, the truth is, if you would have actually done your job with dignity, if you would have done it with respect, followed the rules, applied the constitution, you wouldn't have to ask anybody to help you. All right, let me give you some background to this. This is the same organization that has been called out for running a pro-police charity that even in Indianapolis police chiefs called a scam, okay? This is the same organization that sued the city of Palo Alto, California, over Black Lives Matter mural that included an image of a former black liberation member, Shakur, on the grounds that the mural is discriminatory to cops because Shakur was convicted of murdering a state trooper at the time when cops were discriminatory towards black people. All right, that was a big scandal, according to them. Finally, the National Police Association has shown that it doesn't really care about police brutality as it blasted the media and government for probing the January 6th Capitol riot, an event where countless police officers were attacked and suggested that energy be focused on civil unrest during protests surrounding the murder of George Floyd. All right, um, what propaganda, wow. Adrian, what are your thoughts here? Well, I think it's a hell of a thing for um, this police association to advocate for people to essentially put their phones down and get involved. Because what we saw with Derek Chauvin when he, had, when he was kneeling on George Floyd's necks, that there was someone who was offering yeah. to get involved who happened to be a medic and they would not allow her to get involved. But also if you get involved in any way with police, they're gonna all of a sudden say that they felt threatened by you. It puts you in a situation where their lies are now directed your way. And as you've so accurately noted, the fact is, is that people do not trust law enforcement anymore. So I'm not gonna stop and help out someone who is possibly the bad guy here. So, you know, the fact that they want people to stop recording them, all they want is less accountability, which is even a difficult thing to get nowadays. Very well said. Now, what if I told you 
that an off-duty officer decided to tackle two women because of a parking lot dispute. Here it is. This man is on top of my mother and my sister, screaming at them to get their hands behind their back. You attack them. What? You're gonna lose. Why are you doing No, he's not. He tried to, he was coming at us really fast in his car. And when he got out, he confronted us. And he screamed, I was called and threw my sister on the ground. They threw them on the ground right away. This man is on top of my mother and my sister. I think they both are. You won't get off of them. Oh, let's already get off. Let's already get off. No, I'm not because they already assaulted me. So we're not getting off until I get other units in the car. It's in my backpack. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it actually gets deeper. Here's more video. A green shirt. Oh my god. He's pulling out. Look, he's wearing shorts like cargo shorts. We're on the hard right, come on, ladies, ladies, ladies. All right, hey, hey. Let go. She's on the ground. He's let on top go. of them. It won't. Hey, why are you pulling her hair now? I was telling you, let go. Stop talking. Hey. 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 Hey, hey, nobody's going anywhere until the police are here, but let's <laughs> tell them a 1084 Teddy Jane. Sir, can we let her off the ground and I'll help Fisher stays here? Sir. Nicole. Sir. Officer. Hey, officer. Yes. Can we let her off the ground and I'll help make sure she stays here with you, okay? All right. All right, Brown, stay here. All right. I T T E D. All right. All right. Come on. Michelle you notice how this cop did not let the other woman off the ground until another white man said, officer, go ahead and let her off the ground. I, I stay here to make sure she doesn't go anywhere. There's only one out of control person in this situation. And that's this Tucson police officer who later tried to lie and say that they were intoxicated. None of them had a lick of drink at all. Here's more video. Oh, 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 oh. All right, we haven't had a drop. Hey, this doesn't help you guys at all. Let's just wait till the police show up. And you guys, the gentleman's clearly yeah. officer. Yes, I checked his ID. Show. He's telling the absolute truth. I mean, as far as I know. This is, let me tell you what happened. You gotta tell the police that now let me tell you about this cop. He's a Tucson police officer, all right? He was off duty at the time. His police department, they are now investigating after an off-duty officer took two women to the ground and restrained them outside a restaurant earlier this month. That was the guy you saw. Tucson police officer Francisco Magos announced the investigation on Sunday. The statement comes a day after opinion columnist T. 
Tim Steller of the Arizona Daily Star published a lengthy account of the incident as well as a video of the altercation. Good for Tim. According to reporting by Steller on November 14th, a mother and her two adult daughters were walking across the parking lot of a local restaurant when a driver stepped out of his vehicle and walked toward them expressing annoyance with their slow pace. An argument ensued between one of the daughters and the man. The five minute video shows the officer who is not in uniform restraining the woman and her mother who tried to intervene. The second daughter started filming the incident after the officer had allegedly restrained the two women using his knee to pin them to the ground. Stella reports that the officer disputes the events that led to the physical confrontation. Wow, see, out of control cops, I guarantee you, he has a background here, promise you that. Adrian, put your legal mind on, I'm sure you have it on all the time. What do you see here? Well, shucks, I hope I see some kind of civil suit because mm. Lord knows if the criminal judge would actually do anything in this instance just because, hey, this is a cop. But you're absolutely right in terms of these rogue police officers. This is just somebody on a power trip. Yeah. And it really does reinforce the reason that we need to be filming practically at all times. Because these people out here, they'd be lying right and left to the detriment of those of us who are most marginalized in society. This is ridiculous. Yeah, quite insane. And once again, uh, proving the power of documentation. The reason why this cop is likely going to be brought to justice is because the second daughter decided instead of getting physically involved, she would do the recording to document the evidence that will help bring this to justice. Um, Okay, uh, there's a guy who is obviously so intoxicated that he believes his receipts can double his cash. Now, let me say this before I show you the video. This is the reason I stopped drinking. Here it is. They have receipt, I can go, I can go there and ask them whether it is or not money, whether you dispute it is or not, that is money. They have all those receipts, my friend, they are rubbish. They're not money. Okay, so I don't need you to tell me, oh, that's rubbish, that's rubbish. That is money. Yeah, all that you see, see? That is money. It's not money, my friend. Money is that one, look. This is money. Yeah, so. This is not money. Show me the difference. Show me the difference. That's the money, that's Where's the receipt. Where's the difference? What? That's the English pound, that's receipt. You're not showing me the difference. You're just going, oh yeah, yeah. It yeah, says Asda behind the paper, the man. It says Asda behind the paper. Can you read that? It says Asda. Where's the difference? Turn the paper. If can you read this it? This means rubbish, man. Asda. You can't buy anything for these ones. In Where's the difference? Difference. I'm explaining you. You can't buy anything for these ones. You can put either pin or you can keep it. I don't know. There's a cash mission around the corner if you need cash. I ain't gonna be I'll be telling everyone that you're a liar. Liar? You are a parody, you're a liar. You know, I actually feel very sad for this guy. All right, so I'm speaking as a man 
with years of sobriety under my belt now. I'm very thankful to say that. Um, you have a problem, you have a problem because I definitely believe, you believe that the receipts double as cash. And probably, maybe one day in my drinking career, I thought the same thing, I don't know, I just don't remember. But I encourage you, if you or anyone you know, if they're struggling with some type of addictive issue, make sure you intervene with them, be an advocate for them and provide good information so they can get the help they need when they're ready for it. All right, Adrian, what are your thoughts? Uh, you couldn't have said it, you said it perfectly, exactly. Um, I've never been at this point, uh, a receipt is still a receipt. Uh, but this gentleman seems to definitely be on the struggle bus. So uh, yeah. I hope it's not necessarily something he does all the time. But if so, maybe want to consider get some help. There you go, Adrian, thank you as always. How can people check out your book? and follow you on social media and your great work on TYT. Ah, thank you so much. Well, you can check out my book, it's on sale right now on Amazon, as well as in the TYT store. That's Staying in the Game, the playbook for beating workplace sexual harassment. It's a great gift to give anyone in your life, particularly women who are trying to make it in their professional sphere. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Adrian Law and on Instagram at Adrian Lawrence. Thank you so much as always, always a pleasure. Remember. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember the truth is always indisputable. Welcome to Indisputable, I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today, but what do we do on this show? We tell the truth, you know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad, great to be here, congratulations on the new show. And I gotta let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back. People still need healthcare, so I won't stop. People still need criminal justice systems reform throughout this country, so I won't stop, and you won't stop either.